Trusting God as you get older on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Heath Lambert, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions to the problems that people face. Our guest on the podcast this week is Dr. Wayne Mack, a member of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, actually a charter member of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors. He has been a counselor at the Christian Counseling and Educational Foundation. He was a faculty member at the Master's College, now the Master's University, and he is currently the director of Strategic Ministries Training Institute in South Africa. We're glad that Dr. Mack is here, and he's here to talk to us about uh, a problem that everyone will experience sooner or later if the Lord gives them years, and it's the problem of getting older. Dr. Mack, we're glad you're with us, and I want to ask you, what are some of the unique challenges that come into a person's life as they begin to get older? Well, they certainly are described to some extent in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, where The Bible says, remember your creator in the days of your youth before the evil days come. And in the context, the evil days it's talking about are not uh, immoral days, uh, sinful days, but the word evil is used in two sentences in the Bible. One is in terms of moral evil, and the other is in terms of calamity or disaster or catastrophe or unpleasant things. And that's what this passage is talking about. Uh, when it says there are evil days that are coming and the years draw near when you will say, I have no delight in them. Uh, in other words, you don't enjoy yourself. You don't enjoy your life uh, nearly as much as you did previously. You lose hope. You lose your perspective. Uh, you think of yourself as being uh, unuseful, not here for any particular purpose. And it says before the sun and the light, the moon, and the stars are darkened. And that's talking about the fact that you lose your eyesight. And I don't see nearly as well at 81 as I did a number of years ago. I need glasses, whereas previously I didn't need them. I got cataracts, had them taken care of. Hmm. And so those are physical problems. And the clouds uh, uh, return after the rain, uh, which means that it seems that the problems sometimes uh, lose uh, distance between them. They come, you know, the clouds are there, the rain is there, and before the rain goes, there's there are other clouds that are coming. And it talks about the fact that the watchmen of the house tremble, and that's referring to the thighs where you used to be able to lift things. And uh, I'm told that in movers, you don't lift with your back. You shouldn't lift with your back. You lift with your, your uh, thighs. Well, your... Th- thighs, your muscles in your thighs become a lot less strong. And that's certainly true with me. I find it much more difficult to get up out of a chair Mm. than I used to be able to get up. Uh, The mighty men stoop. The grinding ones, talking about the teeth, they stand idle because they are few. And those who look through the windows grow dim. Again, the eyesight. The doors on the street are shut as the sound of the grinding mill is low. It's referring to the fact that you uh, often become uh, hearing impaired. 
and one will arise at the sound of the bird, you're more easily frightened. Mm. And all the daughters of the song will sing softly, you can't hear them. Mm. Furthermore, men are afraid of a high place and of terrors on the road, and the almond tree blossoms, the grasshopper drags himself along, and the caperberry is ineffective. And so it's talking about some of the physical problems uh, that we have as we grow older. Uh, There are, of course, uh, spiritual issues as well that uh, for us as believers become even more important. And you have, in uh, having had 40 years of counseling and working with older people and being an older person myself, uh, you have them there... uh, uh, they lose hope. They lose perspective. What am I here for? Mm-hmm. Uh, do I have any purpose? Do I have a meaning? Uh, whereas previously people listened to you, it seems like with some that as you grow older, you're kind of shoved off to the side and they uh, just lose a perspective. And it reminds me of one of my favorite old-time songs. A couple years ago, a few years ago, I was asked by a friend of mine to visit his mother, who was then a little over 100 years of age. And at that point, I was probably in my 70s, mm-hmm. early 70s, and he wanted me to talk to her. And so I went to meet her, living in a nursing home, over 100 years of age. Oh, wow. And uh, he was afraid that perhaps she wasn't really a Christian and that I wanted me to talk to her about Christ. And so I did, and I was thinking, Lord, what do you, what passage do you want me to use with her? How can I bring the gospel to her and give her a little encouragement? And then I was reminded of this psalm in Psalm 92, uh, which talks about the righteous man will flourish like the palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Uh, I've been in Lebanon, been up to the uh, top of Mount Lebanon, where some of the cedars there we're told, whether it's true or not, but this is what we were told by our guide, that they go all the way back to the time of Solomon. Mm. And so many of the palm trees, they live a long life, and, and the cedars also. And yet, he says, the righteous man can flourish. Now, many of the palm trees, even though they uh, are old, they are still flourishing. They're, most of the palm trees, many of the palm trees, uh, they uh, produce dates. And uh, so uh, uh, there are palm trees that are very old that are producing uh, useful uh, foodstuffs. And he will grow like a cedar in Lebanon, beautiful uh, cedars. Some of the cedars that were used uh, by Solomon in building the temple came from this particular place. They're noted for being strong and sturdy. What says the righteous man, and with this woman to whom I was witnessing, I then took that as an opportunity to uh, tell her how you become righteous. It's not just everybody, yeah. because we are, we are sinners, and we need righteousness that comes from Christ. And I presented the gospel at that particular point. Uh-huh. He's talking about someone who is righteous in Christ. And it says that he will grow. He, he's not going to be stilled. He's still going to grow. And then he says, he's because he's planted in the house of the Lord. And where do they flourish? They flourish in the courts of our God that can be very useful uh, among the the people of God and in the work of God. It says, they will still yield fruit in old age. 
they shall be full of sap and very green. And I still remember when I was explaining this to this dear old, over 100-year-old woman, she all of a sudden she stopped. She said, I know somebody like that. He's a guy who lives here. He's just full of sap. <laughs> so, full of sap and very green. In what way? To declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness to him. You know, uh, being... 81 years of age, when people come to me for counseling, uh, they're sometimes groaning and moaning about various things. And uh, I can look back over my, I became a Christian when I was 16, which means it's a little over 60 years now that I've been a child of God. And I've been in the ministry since 1957, which is a long time too. And so during my lifetime, I can look back and see various things that happened to me, and so there's hardly any time when somebody comes to me with something to complain about, uh, something they're discouraged about, that I cannot look back and say, to some extent, I was in a situation similar to that, and I want you to know that God brought me through. Yeah. And I can declare that the Lord is upright, and he's faithful to his word, in a way that I couldn't have when I could preach it when I was 16, 17, 20 years of age. But now I can say it not only because it's found in the Word of God, but because I proved it to be true in my own personal experience. So how do you take that confidence that the Lord is upright and apply it in a few examples to some of these specific problems we're talking about with people who are growing older. What, uh, what's, what are some examples of some specific application that we could say to a person who's struggling with discouragement because of the problems you just outlined? Well, today uh, I'm going to be uh, teaching in just a few hours on uh, the character of God, uh, the wisdom of God, uh, these altogether wisdom meaning that if I believe the scriptures and know the scriptures, uh, I can be assured that God knows all about the situation in which I'm involved. Uh, And if it had been his will, he would have kept me out of that situation. Mm -hmm. And in that situation, he's wise enough uh, to direct me in terms of what I should do. He's upright. He's faithful. He'll keep his word. He's promised he would never leave us. He would never forsake us. And so uh, we can. it says, If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all men liberally and upbraids not, and it will be given to him. And so at that particular point, I have to recall what the Bible says about the character of God and what the promises of the Word of God is. I preach myself about those things. And in the midst of it all, not allow myself to think, well, life has gone by. I've got nothing to live for. I've got no future. Because, uh, you know, in in the scriptures, one of the things uh, you'll find in the book of Deuteronomy, you find it in the book of Lamentations, uh, you find it also in the book of Isaiah, where there was a time when they were disrespecting the old, older people. Mm-hmm. And God brought that as a tremendous indictment against people that they were not concerned about older people, which means, as far as God is concerned, uh, older people are um, important and they are valuable. That's right. 
Proverbs 4.18 is one of my favorite verses in reference to this uh, matter of growing older, and that is the, the, that the path of the just is like a shining light mm. that shines more and more onto the perfect day. Mm. And so, uh, you know, uh, the Lord has wonderful things for us to do if we just open our eyes and look around us and are willing to... Um, become involved in the things we have in our lives. Praise the Lord. And we say God has been faithful. I can guarantee he has been. There have been times where I've been had conflicts. He was faithful. There have been times, perhaps even in ministry, where I thought it's all over, going to fall apart, but it didn't. Mm. The Lord was upright, and the Lord brought me through. And I can say uh, just uh, recently, in the last um, six years, six years ago, at um, 75, uh, one of the hardest things I've ever experienced in all of my life took place. Mm. And uh, at that point, uh, I've never had a serious problem in, in ministry until I was 75. Mm. And uh, things were said uh, that uh, had no basis in truth. They were not true. But they were said, and here you are, uh, you know, uh, I had somebody tell me, you know, they were in actually Russia, and they were there, and when they were in Russia, they got opposition, and they told me at that point, uh, after the opposition, they then actually uh, went back to the United States, where they got a, a very a good uh, position of ministry, in which they're even involved to this day. And as he was telling me this, uh, by way of encouragement, you know, uh, you know, if something happens, why the Lord will have something else for you to do. And, and I knew that was true intellectually, uh, that nothing would ever happen. Uh, he works all things according to the counsel of his will. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he takes delight in his way. So we had that confidence. But here you are at 75. And what are you going to do? And then he, he comes along and he says, well, you know, uh, this happened to me and it opened the door of ministry bigger than I've ever had before. Mm. And, and my thought was, he is a man of 40 years of age. Yeah. I'm a man of 75. Yeah. <laughs> there, there isn't any comparison. Of course, if I were at 40, starting all over again, no big deal. Yeah. Got, um, usually there'd be a long distance before me. But in terms of um, me at 75, that's a little different. But the Lord was faithful, and uh, he opened to us doors of ministry that a lot of good things that will never happen uh, have happened. Uh, and we've uh, had the opportunity of writing uh, 25 books now and uh, I've had time to work on some things like that. That's great. So it's just that... Uh, uh, as an older person, uh, you, you, you can't, uh, I wrote a book called Down But Not Out. Mm -hmm. And uh, at that point, uh, we have to be honest, we were down, but we weren't out. 
you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors. I want to encourage you, if you'd like more information about this, to read Dr. Mac's book, Down But Not Out. And if you'd like more information about ACBC, you can visit us at www.biblicalcounseling.com.